This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. It's a podcast where I teach you about safety consulting. We talk about OSHA compliance, general safety and health. Talk about mindset. You know, get your mind right, fool. All that stuff. Things that can help you with your safety consultant business. Get some guests on. Get some more guests coming in before the end of the year. I'm going to squeak in a couple here and there. And then next year, start with the bang. How are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing well. I'm doing good. So let's go ahead and see who's listening. Can I go into Bcast right now? So that's where I have my show on, Bcast. And let's see, analytics on this. This is going to tell me who's been listening and from where. So let's see, where are the listeners listening from? Where are you guys hanging out? That's what I want to know. Where are you hanging out? So on the BCAST list, hmm, that's actually uh, giving me a really short list. So I'm going to switch over to... Right here, Chartable. So Chartable, let's see first where the audience is. That's what they call you on Chartable. I like using this one because it just gives me a nice little view of everybody in your countries. So right now, it says you are listening from the U.S., Ireland, Germany, U.K., Vietnam, Chile, Philippines, Spain, India, Saudi Arabia, Canada, Turkey, Norway, Azerbaijan, France, Pakistan, Nicaragua, Zimbabwe, UAE, Australia, Belgium, Egypt, Netherlands, Portugal, Russia, Sweden, Thailand. Oh, that's awesome. It's probably my brother. <laughs> so that's where I'm getting all of the listens from over on from uh, the chartable list let's also see where i am on the uh in the podcasting world there's been a bunch of people podcasting i heard some statistics list recently about how many podcast shows out there it's pretty amazing so i'm going to use the apple ranking and apple usually starts right around 200 and and then north but they, uh, every once in a while, they'll squeak in the one that's under 200. So my category is government. So in my category in Saudi Arabia, I am 106. South Africa, I am 212. In India, I am 57. Turkey, I am 84. Chile, I am 75. And Qatar, I am 24. Wow, that is awesome, awesome, awesome. You guys completely rock. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I am not in the U.S. in the Apple chart. So what that means, again, is I'm below the 200 mark for Apple in the U.S. 
so you guys from the U.S., you're my biggest market for as far as listeners. Just go ahead and share this with a friend. Um, that's the way that Apple gets you on the map. So they'll start seeing people listening and downloading. So share it with a friend, share it with a colleague. Tell them, hey, have you heard this? I heard you want to be a consultant. I got somebody for you. I got a man on this show, and he is going to help you out. And I will. I'm the man to help him out with the podcast. And if you share it, I'll give them some good information and help them with their business. There you go. That's my promise. And also can help you guys with the safety consulting side too, but also the ocean compliance and all the other stuff we talk about, right? So thank you so, so much for listening. And thank you in advance for sharing this with a friend, with a colleague, uh, sharing it in any of your meetings that you're doing in your ASSP and all the other uh, organizations out there, national safety councils and everyone else. That'll be great. And I want to let you know that in 2024, I'm opening up the show for sponsors. Right now, I'm in 237 as far as episodes. So this will be 238. Wow. We spent some time together, haven't we? That is awesome. You guys, thank you so much for supporting me so I could make that, that milestone. So uh, if you want to support and have your show or, excuse me, your business mentioned on the show, uh, go to SheldonPrimus.com forward slash podcast hyphen, and that's the little dash that is uh, in the middle, not the one that's underneath. That's the underscore, the one in the middle. So hyphen advertising. SheldonPrimus.com forward slash podcast hyphen advertising and then that's going to give you directions on how you could be part of the show and and advertise with me and get your message out to everyone that's listening in all those different countries so that'd be awesome 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 i am definitely ready to you know branch out and and start it's like it's like uh, when you when you just want to launch something and you're you're watching like even your kids and they're getting older and they're doing their stuff and you're like, oh, I I took it this far and now it's time for them to keep going. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing right there. All right, gang. So what do I have for you today? What do I have? So today we're going to talk about actual traveling. My wife gave me this idea while we were driving and traveling from one place to the next. And um, just talking about how in our lifestyle, if you didn't know, we're full-time RVers. So that means that our home is literally the RV that we travel and it's a travel trailer. And uh, we sold our house in 2017. I started the business in uh, 2007 and uh, 2008 is when I was really going part-time. I went full-time uh, with my company in 2012, so we we're in the 11-year mark. But in 2017, we sold the house and started first traveling in what's called a Class A motorhome. And uh, that's the one, the big ones, 34-foot. And those are the ones where you uh, 
I was driving the motor home and the family, the kids were with us for this for the first six months before they branched out on their own. And literally we were driving from town to town. Didn't do a whole bunch of uh, traveling from town to town. We actually stayed in one place for, for a month, but the, the idea was I was running the business while we were traveling. We, since the kids are, are gone, my daughter's a world traveler and actually helping with me and as a, uh, and a virtual assistant. So if you're looking for a virtual assistant, uh, just go ahead and send me a little message. Uh, maybe she could take on new clients. Uh, so virtual assistants, if you're looking for that, send me a message. The best way to reach me is going to be Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com. Or if you go to the show, Sheldon, excuse me, SafetyConsultantPodcast.com. And you look for the little microphone icon, you can leave a message for the show. So that's a great way to go ahead and keep in touch. Tell me, man, I need a virtual assistant. You know, see if uh, she could add on more clients. My son, he started doing his thing. He did a little uh, gap time in Vietnam for a while, loved it. And now he's doing his doctorate or whatever. Uh, it's physical therapy, the DPT. So they moved on. We moved on from the travel uh, to a travel trailer from the full-size big old boy, which is the, uh, they're both 34 feet, the travel trailer and our old Class A. And the Class A is the motorhome again. And literally been going from place to place, working our schedule around what I am doing as a safety consultant. So it is possible for you to be remote and be a safety consultant. There is a bunch of opportunities now. So you just have to expand your brain. It doesn't mean that you have to go full time. Not everyone's going to be that person that wants to sell their house and go full time. Because uh, we're in Florida right now and we're at one of our home bases. So from time to time, you are going to need to, you know, get someplace for a certain amount of time, hang out for a little, get caught up on things like medical and all the other stuff that you need to catch up on, right? Visit family, friends. You got to do that. So I'm not saying that you're going to be full time on the road where you're constantly going from one place to the next. Uh, that's not realistic where it's completely where you don't stop and relax from time to time because you need to do that. You need to stop, relax, refill that, that cup. So what, or should I say, how did I do it? That's what this episode is going to be. How did I do it? And just to give you ideas, not to say you have to, you know, follow exactly what I did, but I'm going to give you some ideas to see what's the way that you could do it in your country and see if there's a way of doing that. Now, for you guys in the UK, we are just so interested in doing van life in the UK, in the UK because you could go from one country to the next to the next, and you've got your home with you in the van, and generally speaking, it's a little smaller, so you don't have to worry about all the space and where you can fit in, and it's a way you can be a little bit stealthy, too. <laughs> I know not everybody's going to, you know, want to be sticking out in town as being the ones just sleeping in a car park. But I know for sure that you could, uh, you know, hang out there. So that's first and foremost, I know that not everybody's going to want to uh, do this full time. And it looks different to everyone. So what does that mean? It means that it may be a lot of uh, flights. 
So you might actually be going from one place to the next, uh, you, your partner, kids, and you're flying. That could be a way to look. You're going to put that price in your actual um, your quote. So when I first got started, I was driving, not, not, uh, not in the RV life, but just actually driving from a home base and then going out about mm, two hours was my max. I believe I, I even had like an hour and a half was going to be uh, pretty much if I needed to stay overnight, I would charge a, a daily rate for travel and per diem. And at the time, I think it was like 250 or something. And I put that right in. If it was less than two hours, I put it at the actual mileage for uh, the U.S. mileage that was set every year, every January. There's a mileage rate for business that gets set. And I used that. So that's how I first started traveling. And it was kind of local, right? So later on, I got uh, involved with teaching and being a presenter and when i was presenting usually that's going to be a free event but i started traveling to be a presenter in different places and one place i loved was gatlinburg tennessee i was invited to teach and this one was going to be a wastewater um, conference that i was at so drove up there did the conference there was no pay but i got uh, out and started getting some people interested in me outside of my market I've done that a couple of times, just getting out and letting people see that I'm here and in existence. And uh, though the presentation time was free and it was my own dime to get the hotel and drive if I could. However, it was a marketing expense, if you would. So that's the second iteration of how my travel started. The third iteration was when we started thinking, all right, kids are grown. Both of them are out of high school. We got that RV I was telling you guys about. And now I was teaching more regularly with, uh, I teach two programs for the Alliance Safety Council. Uh, one is the Certified Occupational Safety Specialist, COS, and the other one is Certificate Occupational Safety Manager, COSM. Later on, I started teaching with their OSHA Training Institute Education Center, O-T-I-E-C, that's the acronym for it. And that's just so you could teach uh, all the OSHA numbered courses. That's how the U.S. OSHA has it. They say the number courses. So it'll be OSHA and a number, and that'll be a specific number that goes to a class such as record keeping or lockout, tag out, or something similar. So I started teaching those for that, uh, those classes for them. And that gave me a, a schedule. So the schedule then became what would be the way we would map our travel. So I would travel to different training centers, teaching these classes, and that would be a way for me to not only get out and promote myself, but it was also a way for me to travel and see this great land that I'm living in, right? So training was the gateway to travel in, this, uh, in my life. So if there's a way that you could pick up a client for training, even if it's not local to you that's the way to do it so generally it's going to be your specialty so if your specialty is permit required confined space you can look around and see who's a, a business that has permit required confined space first start with the industry that you know mine was wastewater 
a lot of permit required confined space and utilities there. So I would call different utilities, say, hey, I could do a class for you. And usually if you're going to be in an area, it's a good opportunity for you to uh, go ahead and split the travel cost by doing many different classes. So that's a good way of doing that. So you can call multiple utilities in the same region. And now at that point, you'll still be in that region. So you don't have to worry about the travel to get there per se, but you're still going to put that in your, in, your, um, in your actual proposal. It could be less money because you're going to be in the region. So you could do it on the mileage as opposed to everything else. Another way of doing that and what it would look like is if you are now uh, going to travel and you're going through different towns to get from uh, point A to point B where your main job is, you could plan ahead and see what other uh, businesses or towns are going to be in the area. And then you could actually set up your own event. So do like a, this is what I used to do the 10 hour and 30 hour classes. I would set it up and uh, Daytona Beach was one of the places I did and Palm Beach Gardens was one of the places I did. So I would host an OSHA 10 and 30. I'd come in some agreement with uh, the places that are gonna be uh, providing the room for me. Uh, generally, let's see. But there's two ways of doing this. One, you could just go ahead and say, I'm going to give you a percentage of how many people that are going to be there. That's the first way. And the second way that you could do it is just go ahead and pay a flat rate for per day for staying at that actual location that they're going to provide for you. And if you play, pay that flat rate, you know, just make sure you put in there, you know, your minimum amount of time that you could cancel or maximum, I guess. So you generally you want to get a class made where you have everybody in place right around two weeks. That's the sweet spot. So let the venue know that within two weeks of the the uh, the event that you're trying to hold, if you don't have enough people that you're going to cancel and it doesn't cost you anything. If you wait any later than that, then they may actually charge you for holding that space. So two weeks is usually the sweet spot. So that's another way that you can get your travel in. When you're doing your training though, make sure you're not just telling everybody about what you can do. You train and you teach them the things that you wanted to teach them, confined space or electrical safety or whatever your specialty is. Teach them that, bring the goods, nail it. Make sure that they love what they're hearing from you. And then from there, the next thing that you're gonna end up having to do is going ahead and um, putting in the back room or something similar, uh, a table or something that has your business information and encourage everybody as they're leaving to grab some stuff. Yeah, go ahead. If you need me, I'm available for this, this, and this. Uh, brochures are good for that. I used to use business cards a lot for that, but I always had some sort of brochures there. So that was a way that I was able to set my schedule so I can start traveling. Don't set your schedule though where you're doing something every single day or you're going to defeat the purpose of travel, right? <laughs> the purpose of travel is going to be where you got to go out there and you want to see things in your country or see things in another country. So don't schedule yourself too much or else, you know, 
It's not going to be good. You want to see stuff, so set your schedule ahead of time. Uh, you should be thinking more of uh, quarterly, almost semi-annual. As you get more and more um, uh, work, chances are you might be able to do a whole schedule for the year. It takes time, though. But you don't have to be full-time to go from one place to the next to the next. You could develop into that. But you could do it in, in little clips, such as springtime. Maybe you do things in the fall. Summer might be a little bit hot, but whatever that, uh, that means to you, start out small. And then trying to build your, your reputation, build your experience, uh, get all that stuff in a little bit later. All right? So that is it for this week. You guys, just get out there, rethink your your way that you're gonna travel. You could do this, man. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within the retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Promise. Um, 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 um.